Thank you for tuning in to Talks with Tiger. This episode is with Malik Canals. He is an all-around incredible human being. Talks about all the topics you can possibly imagine. And yeah, if you enjoy the content here, subscribe, leave a review, and share it on social media if you can. Lots of love, and here's the show. All right, Malik Canals, how goes it, man? Good, how are you? It goes well. So what are you up to in life? Yeah, man, just been working, lifting, uh, flipping stuff on eBay yeah. and uh, Poshmark, you know, getting into that. Like Shout out it. my boy Gary V, who's yeah. uh, been motivating me to take action and go go do those sorts of things. He's cool. He blew up. Oh, it's funny. You and one or two other guests have brought him up because I see one of his videos and I'm like, that dude's motivated, but I don't know, man. He just, he just, I'm just not one of the people he connects with. But that's his yeah. whole thing is that there's like 1% of people will connect with your stuff. I mean, probably, I'd say probably even more than that. I mean, there's always going to be, yeah, I know everything's a numbers game. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people can relate with him. Even if they can't relate with him, they could take knowledge from, you know, yeah. his content, what he pushes out, what he practices what he preaches and um but yeah like you said i have friends that you know i'll try and show gary v too and be like hey listen to this and yeah they just like no he's just screaming and cussing at me like i can't i'm like okay what do you you get out of him well motivation definitely watching him actually you know have well put in the work and actually have a lot of value that he gives out that he actually does you know what i'm saying it's not like he's over here like a typical motivational speecher who's like oh just implement this mindset type of thing he's actually the type of individual that will give you techniques actually things to do Mm -hmm. to to go out there implement and see results yeah and so that's what i really like about him has it been working you don't have to hold it (laughs) it'll be okay feels natural (laughs) oh that's funny um what do uh, like what are what are some of the things that you've gotten out of him that you put in your life though because i agree no a lot of motivational speakers like uh, mm-hmm. tony robbins and people they're famous for being motivational speakers did tony right. Robbins? did uh gary v do something and then capitalize on it like if leo caprio is teaching you acting you're like shit i'm gonna believe him but if some guy who's only famous for teaching acting is teaching you acting right there's that disconnect from believing him for me personally you know i got you yeah i get what you're saying um Tony Robbins, like I like other motivational speakers as well. Uh, Gary Vee just recently, I think it's because he's more, more in touch with culture. He's nice. more, you know, he's more dealing with all sorts of individuals and helping them out. Not just, you know, your, your average business owner, CEO. He's here helping rappers get found on SoundCloud, nice. helping, you know, Mom and pop shops that want to get bigger, he's going out there helping them. And he does it all, in a sense, for free, in the sense of, you know, the value that he puts out. If you watch some of his videos for once once a day for even a month, Mm -hmm. you'll probably see things in a different perspective that could help out your business. You convinced me. I'll I'll start watching him, man. That's (laughs) all it takes. You're the third guest to be like, nah, like he changed my life kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Like I I know sometimes when he's yelling, he's so high energy. (laughs) He's uh, cussing and everything and doesn't resonate with a lot of people. But 
you you could see some of the value that he puts out yeah. if you you know just just get past that part. <laughs> well, that is the one thing I like because when people sell stuff like for a thousand dollars, you'll have access to my chat room for a year. I'm like, okay, you're a you're a scam, right? You know, but the fact that he doesn't, I'm like, all right, I believe exactly. you more. Exactly, yeah, and but, that's his whole uh, a big thing with him is giving out value and not just trying to monetize on your community yeah. or monetize on the people that you know you're interacting and engaging with. He's out here really just trying to give out free value. You, and that's what I've that's what I personally have got from it yeah. is you know some things that I could actually implement that I didn't have to you know sign up to this email subscriber list and you know Although then you'll you did get anyways. some stuff. No, I'm kidding. No, I don't you, think you, I've you, actually done anything. You like haven't that given him your him. email. No, you like a YouTube person. Yep, I just oh, watch okay. his videos. Hit him up on Instagram sometimes, stuff like that. I like it. You got an end goal with where you hope to be in like five years, ten years, <sighs> except for a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I just want to experiment, try things. I feel like right now I'm 25, just turned 25, beginning of, I guess, last month. So it's been a whole month now. But I just want to experience things, try things, you know, start startups, nice. stuff like that, you know, because I know a bunch of them are going to fail. You know, yeah. not every startup, from no. what I've seen, anyways, no. is and what I've heard. You know, I've tried my own things, and I definitely yeah, could you, say it's not as easy. What have you tried? So I tried making my own like uh, drop shipping business. So okay. with Spotify, that platform, Shopify? I opened up Shopify. Shopify, not Spotify. <laughs> like Spotify? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that's not Shopify. Yeah. I uh, opened up my own web store on there, and I was just trying to drop ship other stuff that I could find for real cheap, yeah, like Alibaba, yeah. exactly, those manufacturers. And so I had some things. I was trying to give away some like little cheap watches that I thought would possibly grab people's attention. Had really no results, honestly. Ran random question. Learned a lot. Did mm -hmm. you play RuneScape when you were like in middle school? Oh, bruh. Yes, I love RuneScape. <laughs> Do you remember when the General Exchange opened the GE? Oh, yeah. And like right behind the Rock Bank, and you could just <laughs> buy like sharks and shit for like Bro, a all little day. bit, right? Oh, I'd and then all sell day. it for more. Trying to get dragon armor <laughs> yeah. and everything. So Bro. you're just doing that on like a real life level. Exactly. It seems easy, but then you're in real life. But here's the thing. There's already a million other people doing it, so all those... Mm -hmm. um, the levels are lower. You you can't buy it for as cheap, and you can't sell it for right. as much. Like you got to find these little cheap stuff niche like markets. that, and it's hard to get in when you know you're just starting. You don't have a lot of money to really do mm -hmm. it. That's why you're drop shipping. You know, yep. you're trying to be the middleman. You don't actually have the product, but you know you're trying to work that out. And yeah, that is tough. And that's definitely one of the reasons why I kind of moved away from doing that. Yeah. I tried it out for about three, four months, you know, I was seeing some results, people going in the checkout, but never actually mm. making that commitment. Yeah. And I'd be like, all right, like what's going on? And then I realized there's a lot into it, you know, developing that web page, developing yeah. your products, product descriptions. It's a lot that you, it's a lot. A lot. I'm about um, to start selling merch. I mean, I'm wearing the sweatshirt without any screen print on it and saying right. the shirt underneath. That's dope. But I'm going to, I'm going to actually like custom print each one. That's that's another thing that I've yeah. uh, been trying. Like I said, I, I love startups. You know? So I went to Eugene Silk oh. Screen Print over yeah. here, and I went and got a whole catalog from them. Checked out all the products that I thought that you know I can make some designs on, and that would sell. Mm -hmm. Cool thing with them, a lot of uh, people that are in that type of business is they have contracts with New Era. Um, Nike, yeah. just big names that you could actually make your designs on their quality yeah. type of products. Nice. And so, yeah, that's definitely something that, you know, and you can make that sell, whether mm -hmm. then if it's just like one of those, 
you know, the Glendales, yeah. the Glendale shirt or whatever it yeah. is. No, I'm with you, man. Glidian. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can mm-hmm. get these, like, I mean, these, like, you know how shirts have different qualities? Some are scratchy as fuck that no oh, one yeah. ever wears. And then there's the two soft ones that, like, break down after five washes. Right. This is the perfect middle ground. It's like 250 for a shirt. Oh, geez. So even if you're selling it for five bucks, like, I mean, your time's in there. So you sell it for 10 bucks. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I'm going to do that. Not I mean, screen, print, screen printing is, ink isn't that expensive. But here's the thing, dude. I have spent probably 50 hours attempting to mm-hmm. make screens and screen printing. It is fucking From hard. like Home Depot, going over there, yeah, getting all the supplies. Amazon, I'm Amazon guy. Okay. Yeah, as much as I hate him. But, um, I hate Amazon. <laughs> uh, but, but pretty much just doing that. And I'm like, my because advi- I was going to make an advice video for people doing screen printing. It was going to be like, right. don't use 110 mesh or 300. Use 200 mesh and okay. um, use this kind of ink and stuff. But my new advice is don't. Just buy it from a store. Like there's Teespring and Honestly. shit that you can just, yeah. It's fucking hard. And, you, and, if, and that's one of the things. That's why I've kind of hit a roadblock in a sense of why I kind of started doing some eBay and Poshmark flipping is just because getting that startup money for your samples and yeah. for those products, it, it costs. Yeah. And, you know, you want to make sure that you have good designs and i want to pay a good designer to make some good designs on some good quality shirts yeah and that's you know you got to have money for that or mm-hmm. me i'm gonna have some dope ass shirts man i'm not even kidding It'll yeah be cool. i'll send it i'll send you one after. have you heard of the uh so they order order to buy he, uh, is that like where you just like make them like Teespring and shit? Where you and then they order exactly. one and then they print it there and, and ship then them you do, yeah. But you just don't make as much money. on Exactly. Yeah. That's why it's like kind of tough. But I think that's a good way to start off. I mean, like you said, you're not going to make as much money, but it will give you a, a start in that direction as yeah. to you know understanding the process, how much it really takes, and everything like that. I think that's a good way to do it. That's mm-hmm. what I'm also kind of looking into, but. Trying things. Yeah, because I was there with my book. Like, I published a book and a screenplay on Amazon. Okay. When this, like, if someone orders it, they print it and ship it out. So it's nice. Right. I don't have to buy 200 and then hope people buy at least exactly. 150 and make break even and shit. So I'm like, fuck that shit, man. Right. I don't know. There's good things about Amazon as much as they're a pretty bad, evil company who just yeah. treats their employees like shit. Oh, t- truly. Uh, just. The counterfeit. That's that's yeah. the that's the big issue. I'm so like I said, I like flipping on. I like flipping shoes mm-hmm. specifically. So Nike, they just were they gated Amazon from selling their products. Oh, interesting. Nike products straight for them because there was just so many counterfeits. Yeah. And so you know, as a reseller, that's concerning because I don't want to buy something thinking it's going to be real. Yeah. I got a good deal to know when, once I get it, it looks like, you know, off-brand Jordan, yeah. you know, holding a peace sign or something, not even mm-hmm. a ball, yeah. like something crazy like that. And so... One yeah. thing, are you going to buy, do you try to buy Yeezys, like the like pre-order them so you get them? I mean, there were, people were flipping them for like 40 grand. Oh, yeah. The season ones. I never really liked the Yeezys, to oh. be honest. They're okay. Like, I don't got nothing against them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have just But the friends. hype, the hype yeah. around them. They're fucking them, cool. The, the marketing, yeah. like. They're unbelievable. I, I respect good yeah. marketing. And that's. <laughs> Because there are some Yeezys that the colorway, I was oh, just yeah. like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, but it works for whatever reason. Value Isn't Yeezy is like crazy. a billion-dollar brand now or $2 billion brand? Something like that. It's crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There's always the weird thing where it's like Kanye isn't a multi-billionaire, though, because if he leaves Yeezy, it loses almost all its value. Oh, yeah. You know, then it's just its infrastructure, like how much actual warehouse space they own. Definitely. So, like, literally just his name being attached makes it a $2 billion business. And But that's with, you know, that's the whole influencer movement. Yeah. And that's why, you know, you get that that brand, that Gary name. V, that Gary V style thing. It. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You do, you get Gary V on a podcast, you know, gonna blow up. Yeah. And it's all just about that weight that it brings with it. Mm-hmm. But 
that's also something to strive for. Like, especially, you know, with your podcast, yeah. uh, like I said, I appreciate you having me here, mm-hmm. but you know, building it up once you, you know, you start caring about you, the, the community that you're not that you haven't been, yeah. let's not get that confused, nah, fuck but it. I'm, I'm <laughs> saying, <laughs> but you know, once you care about your community and you know, your, your end customers, mm-hmm. those end users in a, in a way, that really give back into it. And then you start to grow, build that name. Yep. And yeah, it's amazing. Well, and here's the biggest thing, the, the way I'm doing that is I'll mm-hmm. never put ads in the middle of a show. That's what I like about Joe Rogan. He never right. has ads in the middle of a three-hour show. Yeah. Other people have a one-hour show and they'll have two ads in the middle of the fucking show. I'm like, Jeez. are you kidding me? That's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, as a, as someone listening, you yeah. know, you don't really just want to, you want to hear what they're talking about. You don't want to be interrupted by that. So yeah, that's respectable. I, I can respect and that. And we interrupt this conversation for <laughs> no, new flow. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, bidet company. Man. No, just some random <laughs> ass bidet company. Yeah, some random ass <laughs> ad completely. It's actually an off-brand Amazon bidet though, so it sprays uh, cold water in your Ooh, ass. Not not hot nah. water. Hey, man, I don't want no water. <laughs> Milk. <laughs> I know, but here's the thing: you wipe. Like, okay, there's that that classic thing where it's like, if you have shit, how far away from your asshole would shit have to be where you wouldn't be comfortable just wiping it off with the tissue? Like, if it's on your <laughs> ass cheek. And you're wiping it off with the tissue. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to take a shower. Man. But just the fact that it's on your asshole, you're like, oh, I'm okay with the tissue. But it's like you'd want some water. You want to take a shower you after some you water. shit. Right. Like I feel better showering after I shit than just shitting and being like, I'm going to go have an entire day with shit particles That's on That's why ass. I hate taking shits in the morning. You can't take shits in the morning because... You know, <laughs> I'll hold it in all. You, I mean, tough. you're drinking coffee. You just hold it in all day. Right. Like, I'll make it. I'll make it work. I'll make it work. Got to. And then you shit shower and Because then if you shit and then go to bed, then you you have a shitty. Yo, bed. I've had so many friends that could not take a shit without showering. Like straight up, they're it. like, oh, bro, like. Nah, like I gotta go so bad, but yeah, I gotta wait it out. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, we got nothing to do. Yeah. And he's like, nah, I'm just not trying to shower. And I was oh, like, what's that to God. do? He's like, every time I take a shit, gotta take a shower. Like, bro, maybe that's they're just crazy. messy shitters, messy wipers, man. Maybe. Here's the funniest thing. I don't think anyone ever talks about how they wipe, but I had roommates, and one of them stood up when he wiped. Oh man, I knew we were gonna get here as soon as you said that. <laughs> and bro, I was, got to. I stand, you stand up. up. Oh yeah, bro. Oh, it's just there's not enough room when you're just sitting down like that. Like, no, but here's the thing, and I figured it out. So much easier. No, and it, okay, this is going to seem like a feminine way to wipe, but once you realize you think w- women can't wipe that way, but you wipe from the front, like you reach under your nutsack and wipe, and here's the thing, it's like, oh, that's how I'll, girls wipe. I'll reach under the front Girls wipe. can't wipe that way because then they're, they're, you know, like their little thing between the uh, the asshole and the coochie are so right. thin that they can't do it. Oh, but shit. as a guy, I'm like, I'm not going to get it anywhere, and then I don't have yeah. to like reach behind me like a jack wagon. I mean, that's how that's how I do it. I'm a jack wagon. <laughs> you stands standing up. up but, <laughs> yeah, it's just uncomfortable standing. That's funny. I, I uh, saw that t- trending on Twitter not too long ago. It was? And, oh, yeah, bro. There that was, was people getting into it. Mm. Uh, of course, like everything on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But, I'm yeah, third I was dying. I was like, yeah, I'm definitely one of those. One of the, there was another thing. It was just on Reddit yesterday. Blew my mind. I'm probably going to talk about it with the next five guests. So there's two oh, different yeah. people in the world. One people, and there's a mix. One people think like have an internal narrative, like a like a, a sentence that keeps going in their head, right? And other people don't. They have like abstract kind of like shapes or emotions that they have to decode. Maybe the, that's the, those are the people who talk out loud, right? Which one are you? 
oh man, when you put it that way, because I'm not one of the people for sure that has like a running narrative in my head, yeah. like you know, always talking to myself, voice type. But but, but I'm laying, also I don't know about like shapes. Yeah. And, if you're laying in bed, can you like have a con- like? Can you think something in your head? Oh yeah, definitely. Like you can have like a like a kind of like think something through in your head. Right. It's almost like a voice that's always at the same volume. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In so you're that probably one sense, of those. but some people don't not have controlled that. daily by it. No. In this no. Sense. No. I, I've known people who you know that controls their life. Like I don't have then, one right and now. That's all they hear. Like I don't have one right now. Right. Just because if you had saying. one right now, you'd be thinking of what you're saying. You're just yep. existing, present to the but, moment. Yeah. But like when you're on your own and you're not distracted by like a phone, like you can kind of think like, oh, I should probably do that. You know? Right. Apparently, some people don't have that. Hmm. And I'm like, that would be the I wonder, trickiest yeah, thing. Yeah. Like what? How would it be? Like. I don't. It's funny because Kenzie, my my person, she mm-hmm. she is more of the other one. She's like, I don't know, like I have something like a weird kind of feeling, and I have to like decode it, and like she'll like say it out loud sometimes. I'm like, what mm. the fuck? Okay. So yeah. I don't get it, but and I think that's the reason I'm not good at like physical arts. Like I can't draw anything, right? Um, because I can't imagine anything. I'm just I'm just words. And then I'm the same in that yeah, sense. It's I've bad. never been a good artist just because I can't visualize at all what I want to do in that sense. Like that with drawing, that's yeah. tough. I really do respect people. Drink up, drink people up. Who are like that. I want to see how creative, you like man. It tastes bad, man. It, it's honestly not that bad. Like cool. kind of reminds juice. me of one of my friends. He makes like these green smoothies. Yeah, and this tastes like just yeah. about the. Same. You're the first guest with any balls. You're the first one to try it. I offer every guest MDMA uh-oh. and Kratom. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm about to say, uh-oh. <laughs> no, you're the, fir- you you're the first guest I've ever really I offered Kratom to. this was like a, you know, coffee. You're going to wake me up a little bit. Yeah, it'll it'll make you just be like, damn, I feel good. I'll be tripping um, for two days. Yeah. No, do you ever trip? Oh, yeah. You yep. like it? Uh, I have mixed feelings <laughs> with it. Yeah. You know, taking too much, I feel like tripping too hard. Oof. Yeah, it'll get you painful. It, it will get you, but you know when you take lower doses, you know, and handable or a not handable, <laughs> handleable, a controllable, yeah. you know, amount. Oh, I, I love it, bro. Mm-hmm. Real good. Yep. No, I'm with you. I don't know, man. Control is such a weird thing. I've gotten into it with some guests because, like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you really do never have control over yourself. Like, you can be rich, stable, have enough money for the rest of your life. Boom, cancer. You're right. You know, but yeah, then I at mean, the same point, I do, no one feels the best when they don't have control over, like, their time and their surroundings. Like, you do need right. some level of control. Oh, yeah. But then ultimately we don't. Also, at the same time, like you're saying, you got to realize that everything's going to happen. Everything's you can't, happen. you honestly, when the bigger picture comes in, you really have little control, if any, mm-hmm. and you know, stuff's going to happen. You're going to have to, that's where how you react to situations is really so big. And, you know, being able to control your reactions to life's situations and circumstances, that's where, that's where the real power is that I, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's a weird duality, man. Psychedelics really got me there. Yeah. Because um, I don't meditate. I'm not one of those people who pretends man, I meditate. And I, I love meditating. You do? Oh, wait, to go back to the to the two ways of thinking really quick, mm-hmm. that's the reason I don't draw. I also came to the conclusion that's the reason I don't read. Mm-hmm. Apparently, when other people read, they have vivid imagery in their head of the like the location and the place and the people. So I'm a slow I get reader. None of that. Yeah. At all. And then Same. that's why when the book and shit that I read, I don't exp- like describe people like, oh, they're tall with blonde hair or something. Right. No description. 
because I don't see it. I'm like, I don't know. Why would just know by the name, like mm-hmm. their entity? Yeah, and that's then, that's how I see things. Yeah. Okay. Well, you like my book? I'll give you a copy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be interested in reading it because yeah, we we definitely think the same in that type of sense. Like uh, my girlfriend now, Molly. She she's such a fast reader, and no, I can't. There's this dude. She reminds me of this dude back in the army uh, that I used to work with, and this dude was the fastest reader I've ever seen. Mm. And so he'd read a book a day, oh, like man. straight up, and it was it was just all crazy random type of books. Mm-hmm. But he would just scan the page, and that's something I can't do. I have to Mm-mm. read a sentence, then read it three other times just to make sure I got the context, mm-hmm. and you know I didn't miss a single detail about it. Yep. When you know some people just look at it and automatically have that image in their head, yeah, well, that's not me. And that's the reason I can't read highs because by the time I get to the end of the sentence, I have to go back to the beginning. But no, I don't really smoke weed. But how I read. Mm-hmm is I always just read at like regular speaking volume. So right. I read a book a year, honestly. I read a book a year. Oh, yeah. I'll meditate once a year. But I am going to a 10-day like silent meditation retreat that I'm fucking excited about. 10 days about. silent ten meditation. Days. So you're going to be quiet for 10 days? Yeah, silent. No one talks. You're not That'd even allowed tough. to look at other people, like make eye contact, nonverbal what? communication. Where and is this at? You, uh, it's uh, in Washington. It's oh, in free. Washington. It's okay. free. Interesting. It's like Buddhist... Uh, Vipassana meditation. But you meditate? <laughs> do you meditate like every day or like are you one of the people oh, who lie about it? I used to be. It? No, I, uh, I no. do it probably now, probably once a week around there. Just whenever, you know, something is getting kind of stressful or I like don't want to go to the gym or I have a headache or something like that. Yeah. Then I'll take a minute to just, you know, fill my body, see my breathing, yeah. stuff like that. But Back in high school, <clears throat> excuse me, that's when I used to meditate the most. Really? And I honestly think that's when I was the happiest is oh, cool. when I did that meditation like that. Just felt so amazing. Just kind of like a whatever happens, happens. I'm going to be okay. Um, I, I could feel myself, you know. When, you'd get, when I'd get mad, I would so Punch easily. a wall. <laughs> not. <laughs> that's like now, nah. <laughs> but no, I would just so easily be able to feel my body and just, you know, know that things are going to be okay. And it's honestly like that spirituality aspect of it. It's pretty, it's pretty trippy. Mm-hmm. Like there's times when I was getting real deep into meditation, like doing it three times a day back in high school and I'd close my eyes and I would just feel like the infantness of right. like the universe yeah. just by the darkness of my eyelids. It was just kind of trippy, like <laughs> That's some cool. crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I assume another reason that you probably that felt best in your life then is because you had no stress. Like high school, oh, yeah, you don't know, but you have nothing to worry of about. That's the most beautiful time of your if life. If I could go back, man. Yeah. Oh. I'd pay. I'd pay. <laughs> I'd pay. I know everyone. But here's Easily. the thing, man. I vividly remember you running in high school. You run so funny. You're the only person I know who runs with the kicking their feet out in front of them instead of behind <laughs> them. And I was yeah, like, probably. What the hell? I remember that. And then did you go into the Air Force? You're dating some redhead bombshell. Army. And then you went into the Army. Yep. And you were like we, a technician on like We were satellites. both going to join. So. Oh, oh both. We were yeah, both yeah, supposed yeah. to join. Yeah. Actually, my ex-wife. Funny Whoa, enough. you guys got married? Yeah, we did. Congrats. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> man, it was short-lived. <laughs> yeah. It was short-lived. So, you know, it was one of those high school type of things. You know, you, mm-hmm. you think it's going to be the the end of, or not the end of the world, the rest of your life. Yeah. And then you get out of high school and you actually see there's a whole nother world out there. Yeah. That's just the beginning of it. And so, you know, we what, both. What was it like getting divorced? Was it chill, like an amicable one? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we didn't really talk, so mm. I saw her at one time when we got married, and that was the time we got married. Are you serious? After that, we both 
went back uh, to boot camp. I saw her. Oh, actually, no, that was a lie. I did see her two other times. We'd take the... We'd both go to Sunday school back in uh, the Army, mm-hmm. and so they'd let the people get on the buses, so we'd meet up at the same bus stop and, you know, go to church, spend that little time together. Yeah. But that was straight up it. And then after that, I went to Georgia for my advanced entry training nice. or you're initial tech- training. You're, you fixed satellites and stuff? Yep, I did satellites, radios, nice. computers, Fucking nerd, nerd yeah, work. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> here's the here's the thing, man. Because uh, my partner was about to join the military, because that's what you do at mm-hmm. some point if you don't really have a direction in life. Yep. But then um, she watched a, doc- a documentary that a lot of women who join the military like get raped. Have that, is that true? Is that anything you've heard about? Not something that like personally, I didn't know anyone that came out and was like, "Yo, I was raped." Yeah, but. There's always, I mean, the army, the military in general has so many personality types. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much like college. When you go to college, you know, there's a lot of people there. Some are going to be good. Some are going to be caring about others. Yeah. Others, you know, just want to have yeah, fun, want to do whatever they want to do yeah. and impress that on people. But like I said, we always got training for it and, yeah. you know, always knew it was a thing. But yeah. it's not really something. My my unit, we were really close. It was nice. a small unit, 32 people. Yeah. And so it, there was really none of that in, in my unit. I've been thinking about it more and more. Uh, my second guest was a, was a Marine vet. Okay. And I asked him, like, would you be okay if, like, you had a woman or a trans person in your on your unit? Right. And he's like, oh, yeah, as long as they did their work. And I've been thinking about it. Maybe it's sexist, but I'm like, I kind of <laughs> wouldn't because they only have to do one push-up as opposed to, like, 20 or however many. I'm like, if they're physically, like, they have different requirements, like, a lower bar to getting in. Right. I'm like... I, in my life's on the line, I'm like, I don't know. I, I would want to, I would honestly want a bunch of football players. I wouldn't even <laughs> want myself on my own team at that point, you know? I could, I could, I could see that aspect of it. Um, the, but if you're the fixing, standard is, yeah. the standard is different between, you know, males and females for sure. But I also think, you know, they have a, females, you know, trans, it's all about perspective, I, I think, mm-hmm. you know, you, there's a, there'll always be a leader and there'll always be like followers in that sense. Mm-hmm. But those follow you, those followers are just as valuable as leader, oh, yeah. you know, without the followers, who's going to lead, mm-hmm. you know, and without, who's he going to lead without followers? Yeah, no, And I get so, that. but they also, it's kind of like a, a relationship. They both have something to give into it mm-hmm. and they both can make it better. Yeah. And so they both need feedback on, on both ends. And so, you know, other aspects, not besides just like big football players, you know, yeah. smart. Some of some females that football I've seen players in the military, can be smart. What are you talking about? No, they saying, go to college. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I, some of them players. just <laughs> I, eh, maybe. I think they're pretty smart people. In oh general. no, yeah, yeah. I have definitely tons of but, my boys yeah, that no. went to college for football. But I'm saying, yeah, a lot of them are not going to be as smart as some of these females that you that, think so. That I've uh, here's the thing that dude. I've met. I've been right. playing Call of Duty. And I know that's radically not real life, but like the people, like the women in there will have long hair, like long hair. I'm like, there's no way that would be allowed. Would it like, can, cause if you're like if gunfight, like you could have your, your, your hair flying to your eyes. Right. No, like, they have to have it tied up. There's oh, regulations. Yeah. They have to have it like in a ponytail yeah. or put up in some way. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cause I'm like, call of duty. You're so unrealistic. Man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> do you game any games at all? Oh yeah. Call of duty. That's my favorite you game. You do? PS4? No, Xbox. Fucking. Oh, Man, it's cross play. It's cross play. Luckily, we can now play. it is, yeah. I've just been playing I haven't shipment. been playing as much. You haven't? I haven't, I haven't been, been playing shipment 24-7. Since Christmas. Oh, yeah. We went over to Vail for Christmas. Nice. Since then, man, haven't played. 
Wow. You're busy. Yeah. You're Gary Vienna it up. Honestly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> trying so, to. So this is your third startup then after drop shipping and drop uh, shipping. Yeah. Then started a tried starting, you know, a clothing brand. Still working on it. So trying. Yeah, is that what you're wearing right now? Brand. No, no, this is just some Nike oh, okay. Nike stuff. Yeah. But really getting my friends involved, you know, I want to get my a lot of my family and friends involved with it and because i got one friend went to college for you know web design graphic design stuff like that so we really haven't had the time to be able to sit down and you know put designs and you know have a game plan in that sense yeah and then but that's something that want to get done as well as you know Photo shooting when we got, do have those samples, you know, want to be able to market I can as be a best as possible. Yeah, Dude, hell yeah, bro. I actually really like taking photos. Um, but here, I can it's actually tough. show you. It's not, it's not easy, you know, no. to take good photos. No, it's rough. And I can actually show ask you. Ask anyone with, you know, a, a boyfriend or a, a girl who has a boyfriend that, you know, ask them to take some pictures. So those are the designs oh, I'm making. Oh, those are nice. Right? I'm going to just do multicolor screen printing. Hell yeah. And that's why I can't have a company do it because I'm going to actually have like six designs all over the shirt. Right. So yeah, I'm Yeah, and then that's where because you have to pay for each design. Yep. Then each, each ink color. Yeah, it gets spendy in bulk. That's why you got to do it in bulk. You got to have that startup money. I know. I know. I mean, I spent a hundred bucks on shirts and sweatshirts that I haven't even been able to screen print yet. And some of them came in instead of you sand color. You still have them? Yeah. That's good, Instead though. of sand color, they're white. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck, no one wants a white shirt. So I'm going to I'm gonna yeah, tie-dye tough. those ones. Okay, that's smart. But, I mean, that was another $30 mistake, getting like 10 or 12, 20, 15 shirts D- that are all different Did you colors. ask them about it? Yeah, and they're like, hey, we can return it for you for free. And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, you know what? Like, I might as well just... Because I'm sure someone wants tie-dyed or white shirts. Right. Everyone wants white I mean, sweatshirts. They don't want sand color sweatshirts. Yeah, I love, I love of white clothes it's it just so tough so i hate tough. white clothes white shoes they get dirty so fast right. i like black and sand those yeah. are my colors those are black man yeah all black everything all black everything that's why i wear a lot that's funny straight I mean, black you're, you're pretty black and white right now I, I dig it i need to take oh, a photo yeah. of you i always forget to take photos of gus oh yeah so i've been definitely. taking them in the middle of the show nice peace sign that's how guy. we doing it Wait, let me make it big drink the rest of that k it's funny. I always call it Kratom. Kratom. But K always means ketamine, which is something I've never tried, but I really want to. Yeah, nah. nah. You never tried it? Nah, I'm good on that. Really? Why? Man, there's some there's some things, you know, I just like I like smoking, like drinking. Yeah. yeah I, smoking I, nicot- I try not to go out, outside of those two. Uh, smoking THC, CBD. Oh, okay, yeah, CBD's, yeah. you know, That's preferred. That's the way to go. I yeah. love CBD. I want to get a CBD plant and grow it, because, I mean, you can here, and right. then roll it into a bunch of CBD joints, like, like and then have it in, like, a cigarette container. Oh, yeah. just have CBD joints. Just have those. That'd be the tits. Yeah, I like, I get some uh, pre-rolls, CBD pre-rolls. Right, but they're fucking expensive compared to what it could be. Man, yeah, true. The the pre-rolls, I'm, sometimes I feel like that's just, like, if you want to smoke right then, right there, you know, yeah. you got a few dollars to, to pay for it, but mm-hmm. besides that, buying in bulk always yeah. buying in bulk always is going to be the bulk. best way to go that's the beautiful part of kratom dude you can buy mm-hmm. a kilo of that for like 100 bucks 80 bucks that's not so bad like one, how long how's how long does that last that's like a teaspoon or two so that's like two grams so oh, one five hundredth of it right so it's like 25 cents yeah, that's not bad to at feel all. fucking I might good have to look into this and that's why it's so addicting Where you get though. It from? uh shout out to benny botanicals i gone through a different hey, bunch hey. of different people like quick kratom and stuff but benny's mm-hmm. botanicals is the shit you get 10 different kinds of 100 grams oh, for 85 damn. bucks yeah, so you probably sounds, resell it. I mean, yeah, you see, you go. see kratom at like uh, all the places. I've around seen here. it. Yeah, I've seen that word. They sell it at a re- 
ridiculous price. Five like to ten times. Yeah, five yeah. to ten times the price that you buy it for online. That's crazy. So you could probably just buy it online and then sell it and for like twice that. as much and That's still be cheaper. That's the thing. Cheaper. There's so much stuff with the internet, bro. There's so much shit that you could find and just yeah. resell. Just people are – people. some people – it hurts – some people are so lazy that they only look at one marketplace. And, you know, I mean, maybe you you know you just don't have the time to look at other places. But yeah. if you know, spent just a little extra time just to look on somewhere else, you could find stuff way cheaper. It's it's crazy. But the whole thing is, if but you, if that's you really why I don't, don't make like, my money. Yeah, I'm like you're calling out your your main customers. But here's the thing: if you make fifty dollars an hour at your work, and then you hate shopping online, shopping for an hour where you could just buy it for. $25 more, right. it'd, be, it'd be worth your time. You know, it's weird to yeah. think of your, like, how much do you think your time's worth? If you have an item and it takes you an hour to return it, how much would you, would it have to be worth for you to, for it to be worth that hour to return it? That was Depends how, how much sentence. is the item? How much is that? No, that's, what, gotta, that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. I mean, if it's like a like you'd return $4 it for the, thing, yeah. I'm not going to work away on something it, for $4. Yeah. For if you it know. takes, I guaranteed an hour to return it. Right. You're going to throw away or give it to someone if it's like 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. But if it's 50 would you return it? Would you take the hour to return it? Yeah. I would. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but then, so at what point, 25? 25, that'd be a route to cut off. Yeah. yeah. If I could still yeah. make money to where, yeah. I look at things, well, $20 an hour. An hour. Yeah. $20 an hour. That's yeah. that's not bad. Yeah. You know, so if something can make that type of return on investment, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. One, but, of my, one of my guests, dude, he's like, oh, whatever would cover gas. I'm like, then you're just wasting an hour. What are you, ta- <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you just waste your time yeah. Yeah, and money. Yeah. But I'm like, he's like, yeah, it's, it'd be worth the experience. And I'm like, I don't know, man. It's a weird place to be in life where you're like, like blatantly virtue signaling. Like, I'm oh, in a place yeah. where I want money. I want to be secure financially right because that's like it's funny people are like money won't solve all your problems but it'll solve all your money problems and i'm like what if my only problems are money problems all a lot of my problems could be solved with money because i'm happy you seem like a happy person oh yeah yeah definitely that's uh that's the one thing man everyone that i think everyone and i i feel like people you know you're being materialistic you know chasing money and stuff like that it's like i'm not chasing money i'm chasing the byproduct of money which is freedom freedom i have that money I, I could travel. Mm-hmm. I could, you know, fucking watch Netflix for you, two days you and get not to have pick to worry up, yeah. about. You get to pick up when you wake up. That's the whole thing Man. that I want. And that's the whole, that's the reason I got out the military is just because that, no that control aspect. Yeah. yeah. I love being in control of my life. You know, I don't want to feel like I'm property to yeah. someone or something. That's w- not for me. What was it like leaving the military? Were they chill with it? Did you just go to like your commander and stuff? Like I'm out. It was, it was tough. It was a long story. Maybe, maybe another day. No, tell us. Is it not that. something you want to get into? Not today. Too personal. <laughs> too personal. Not too personal, but it's just a whole, a whole nother thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is too personal? What's your biggest fear in life? My biggest fear <laughs> in life, man. Probably losing a sibling or a parent. Uh, losing a parent? What are you talking well, about? That's guaranteed that's always, to happen in I know your life. it is. I know it's, it sucks, but you have to understand. Honestly, I don't really have too many like fears in life. Like okay. Besides that, there's a, like I used to jump out of planes in the Army. Yeah. If something goes wrong, it's going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. That's not... I can't do anything about that. But if... That that's the worst gone wrong that I could imagine is losing, you know, a family member. Absolutely. And You're like... Respect. I respect truly respect people who have lost family members and you know and are able to continue on i, I like of course i i hope everyone is able everyone to, loses their parents but though. you know yeah i mean that's the saddest thing but you're like andy from that the day office. will definitely be my saddest day yeah well, i think it'll be most people's saddest day unless right. god forbid someone loses their kid that's the saddest thing yeah that's another but, thing that also is yeah just you, life life yeah. you know even though you know 
I kind of have very, very far-reaching perspectives and and you know consciousness, life after death. Give it. I want to talk like about that. that. I want to talk about that next. But super quick, you ever see The Office? Oh man, I love the. You're office. like Andy in The Office, where you're like, if my grandma ever dies, <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> man, yeah, right. <laughs> no, okay. So consciousness and life after death. Yeah, it's deep, but. Biggest thing, I just believe in consciousness, awareness, conscious awareness, and that that's really all we are. And once we die in these bodies, yeah. our consciousness just, you know, goes into something else. Yeah. Like, you know, when they say chairs and all this stuff have consciousness, I could see it possibly yeah. being true. Well, I mean, we're all made out of the same, same, same energy, stuff. Energy, yeah. yeah it's energy. called panpsychism, the, the, the thought that all atoms contain mm-hmm. and it's just once it gets built into a complex what's it called again panpsychism like okay pan is in everything psychism consciousness gotcha um and i do believe that to an extent like and then like once it all gets built up into a big enough complex thing our mm-hmm. brain consciousness clicks on you're not conscious as a two-year-old before your brain gets big enough and right. here's the thing so how would you want to die would you want to be buried or you want to be burned mm. thrown in the ocean fed to your dog? man bury me Bury you? Freeze me. Put me in a freezer. But then your your consciousness never gets to be brought back into the system. That's why why I said it. I was hoping they could bring me back. Where if I got burnt, you know, if they burn me. Yeah, all your atoms just going. You know what I mean? There's no chance. But if I kept my brain anatomy and they were able to. I don't think you'll care. After you die, dude, I don't think you'll care. Honestly, I don't think. That's the the biggest thing is while we're in these bodies, you know, we always like, oh, I don't want to lose it. But once we do lose it, probably like, I don't give a fuck. That was a step in this fucking process. No, along with like DMT or psychedelics, have you ever experienced like a near, something that feels like death or dying? Man, I've been in a few situations, actual like near death situations, and when they happen, just stuff went slow. Just yeah. stuff went slow and then ended, and then it just happened. You know what I mean? It, it's not like uh, I didn't see, you know, any. Well, what I'm referring to is this big car crash that me and some reckless friends got back in or got into back in sophomore year of high school. Brutal. But yeah, it was. We flipped a car, rolled over many times, and. It was crazy. It was crazy. The fucking ambulance, everything said we should have died. But getting out, you know, I didn't even just so caught up in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's just like such an in the moment type of thing. Yeah. It really brings you back to that present, you know what I mean? Yeah. That present feeling. See, you were almost the asshole for your siblings. They, they almost had to experience you dying. Bro, man. <laughs> and that's another sad thing. So one time when I came back from, uh, from the military on a winter break, mm-hmm. my, oh, I was smoking cigs at the time. Mm-hmm. And you so, <laughs> yeah, bro. So I came and I was smoking outside of my parents' house, like late at night. And my brother popped out to like, see what I was doing. Cause we were supposed to be playing call of duty or something. Oh, I was yeah. like, Oh, like, let me get a break real quick. I'll be back. And mm-hmm. then he popped out, saw me smoking a cig and then just like went back inside. Didn't say nothing about it. Nothing. That I was only there for like a week. When I was leaving at the end of that vacation, my mom, she was like, oh, your brother's going to miss you so much. Like, he, he, he cried last night talking to me. I mean, he was young at the time, a lot younger. But that really hurt. He's, she was told me, she was like, he doesn't want you to die from cancer smoking cigs. And that, that really kind of hit me deep. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't like an immediate thing that I just stopped smoking that, that instant. Yeah. But, you know, it definitely kind of carried some weight every time I'd smoke a cig. Not every time, but, you know, I'd look at it and be like, damn, like, w- yeah. is it worth it? That's the weird thing, man. Um, 
is just there. Because when I got with together with Kenzie, she was smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes. Oh, yeah. And it's the weirdest thing to like be like, you're consciously kind of killing yourself slowly. Or right. like, and it's not now, but it's like the end of your life. Like the last couple of years of your life are going to be way worse oh, yeah. because you're fighting cancer and all this shit and your lungs fucking hurt. So I was like, I'm going to leave you. Or if you get like dementia or Alzheimer's or a heart attack, I'm just going to leave. Like I'm not going to have Being it. old? Yeah. Man. I'm like, I'm, I, I have full freedom to leave you. And then she stopped smoking. So if... Cool. Would you, you know, you let's say you're with a partner, you guys have been married for 50 years, and so you guys now in a retirement home together. Oh my God, I'm never going to be in a retirement home. Let's say you are, all right, not even at your own home. Yeah, you okay, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you want to go first, you or them? You know, same time. Same Su- time. Suicide pact. <laughs> Carbon monoxide Drink poisoning. the Kool-Aid. Come yeah. on. Take a bunch of MDMA and uh, psychedelics and then uh, uh, carbon monoxide. Because that, that right. way, if you die from carbon monoxide, you don't even know. You just slowly get really tired and pass out. Damn. Not, that, not that, giving anyone ideas. Be, but, <laughs> but I'm like, dude, if I'm like fucking 90 and I'm like, okay, I'm going to die in the next two years. I'm like, right. I'd rather go out on my own terms than have my wife die in a car crash. And then I'm all sad. And then I die some horrible That's what way. I'm saying. Like, that's why it would be sad to have like your partner go first. Yeah. And then, you know, you're just old and alone yeah. in that sense. Like, Oof. man. Old people slay Tang, though. Old people mm. in old folks' homes. I heard it's just slaying and dick through there. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. Man, I, I couldn't even imagine all the all the things that happened in there. We think they're just some innocent, old, you know, yeah. people. And then, no, they actually, do we know, they over here... T- Popping Molly's Pop, and no, popping popping Viagra. If Viagra, anything, bro, they, got they the, have Pez dispensers filled with them. <laughs> just maybe I'll have uh, Jessica over in my room later. Yeah, and just a bunch know. of eighty-year-old slamming yeah. wrinkly old bodies together. So I got just one. Just a few. Boom. Just a few. Boom. Uh, you don't ever know if they're dying or if they're coming. They just start groaning in a weird way. Oh, uh, what if you were that old and you were clapping some cheeks and then she died? Geez. How would you feel? That'd be bad. Yeah. That'd be bad. <laughs> Dick's so good it killed her. No, killed I was, I was when I was because Kenzie plays Call of Duty with me, which is super badass. Okay. And I thought of the phrase uh, "spread cheeks, not not." Oh shit! Not violence, not war. Spread cheeks, not, not war. war. Something like that. I'm like, that's pretty good, dude. The concept of the military it. is so hard, and I've been really outspoken in bad Man. ways about it. Like, not about it. I think it's necessary. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's like, oh, no war. And I'm like, yeah, it's really shitty, but it's necessary. I think it's necessary. In in their country, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. If you have a military force and a military presence, keep them in the country. And yeah. if someone tries to attack, okay, maybe that's when you you, you know think, you get on the offense. You don't think we should be in the Middle East? Man, I think it, that's that's definitely very tough. Yeah, I'd like to know from why. Oh, uh, okay. I kind of gets got, deep. Yeah, dude. I kind of got gets in, deep. I kind of mentioned this to Albert Lee. He's running for Congress um, up in Portland. Big, awesome, okay. cool guy. And I didn't want to push it on his show because I wanted to do it to rep him. Right. Because I like him. Oh yeah. But I'm like, you know, like war is kind of necessary. I mean, like Islamic countries, they kill ten thousand people a year. Right. Like over eighteen hundred. Ter- but they kill so other Muslims. So are you saying that we have to be the force that steps in? Yes. They kill other Muslims. It's not like mm-hmm. like okay, so we had all our troops there and then Trump withdrew them. Right. Um, the jihadists went and killed. 600 families that okay. were helping I'd say, supported I'd troops. say we should intervene. I'd say in a better way. It's to help I'd say the, the way we so. do we do help though. Yeah. It, we we have to do it in a more, you we, know, conscious way and yeah. more from I, a place of more awareness than, you know, they're just some crazy, you know, radicals that are just doing all this shit hurting yeah. people. Well, they are, it's but like, they're hurting their own people. That's that's what oh, I'm yeah. saying. I'm not saying hurt Muslims. I'm saying save the Muslims mm-hmm. from the radicals by I think all ra- um moderate Muslims, people who like see the book and think, "Oh, we shouldn't burn apostates in cages and we shouldn't stone gay people and throw right. um, 
um, pe- wives who cheat off buildings and stuff. Yeah, that's that's. But crazy. those are in the book, so I'm saying mm-hmm. all radical or um, rational Muslims should be like, okay, let's just change the book a little bit and say, hey. Muhammad did some things that we don't agree with and isn't cohesive with the 21st century. Right. Instead of being like, I don't know, man, it's a hard thing. But then, that is, but and that's where it's tough because just like you know, I don't know the Muslim religion all too well, yeah. but I do know there's some beliefs and some things in there that are that I see as wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, just like you said, stoning and you know pushing the, them, yeah, stuff like stuff. that is crazy. Yeah, and to me. To me, yeah. Others, you know, I can't see how that's logical. No. But just like as in, I with, you know, Christianity mm-hmm. in the sense, looking back, looking at the Bible, you know, the commandments and everything. It's like we're listening to yeah. all these people from how long ago? Like, and I don't even believe in history. And, so yeah. What the who's fuck the are, proof? Yeah. Like, where's the? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and that, it gets tough. Physics didn't work one time. And no, for, for listeners who hate when I bring up Islam and Muslim stuff, mm-hmm. I'll just say this will be the last time I bring it up. But what, what the guy running for Congress said was, right. um, cause I was like, Oh, they just don't happen in our country. They happen in North Africa, the middle East, and now starting to be in Europe and stuff. Like that's where yeah. the terrorist attacks happen. And he's like, no, they do happen here. It's called white supremacy. I'm like, if you look up the facts in the past eight years, 180 people have died from white supremacy, but 10,000 people a year die from oh, yeah. Islamic yeah. terrorism. This, so I'm like, the levels are yeah. very different. I'm like, it's not the same thing, man. But like, here's the thing. Like, yeah, obviously uh, white supremacy is bad, but like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just a weird thing to be a moderate advocate for war, but it's just like, right. we need some solution. And the other most, do you want to hear the most controversial thing I like <laughs> stance I have? Let's hear it. And I don't expect you to agree with it. I don't expect anyone to agree with it, but I went to a sunrise meeting. They started off with everyone's like, hi, I'm Tiger and my pronouns are, and I didn't say my pronouns because I'm like, I don't really want my kid to grow up in What's a world. What's a pronoun? Like, Goddamn. I'm no, Malik. I know I'm, what okay, it is. I'm Malik, like, he, him, on. his. And I'm like, I don't really want to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, but then they took a second. They're like, and we're going to take 10 seconds of silence because we're on stolen cow pokey land and i'm like i mean i get it but here's the thing all land has always been won through war like like yeah we killed people and took their land that's how literally all land has ever been taken always right yeah we treated them badly but like roman empire they would go take land and they would fucking murder everyone and then they'd spray like salt on the land so if anyone happened Mm -hmm. to live they could never grow crops there and shit like oh yeah that's definitely how do they expect the world to go? Everyone's getting all like, you know, growing up and getting so cultured. And then we're like, but right. we'll leave the North America to be the Indians. Like they can still hunt and live like. But that's, that's yeah. the crazy part. The ownership of property. I think yeah. that's a, that's a big, that's a crazy concept. You know, right before I left Florida, I was looking into getting my real estate license. And, you know, in the, in the law, I was talking about how you would own that land, if you did own land there, you would own it to so far deep into the ground, oh, and wow. then you would own it to so high in the sky yeah. and these limits. And I was like, who makes these limits? Like, it's just kind of crazy thinking about the ownership of land and mm-hmm. just, I mean, that's where I come, that's is consciousness, you know, we're, this is land, you know. Mm-hmm. I kind of believe in like Darwinism in a little bit of, you know, the strong survive the weak, you know, Yeah. but that's evolution in my sense, in my eyes. And it's not always that evolution is going to be right. There's no. going to be some fucking dominant force that I would think is not, you know, the right way to, to go long term. Mm-hmm. But for a time period, they're probably going to rule just because they have more resources mm-hmm. or knowledge at that time. And that's how it's going to go. And evolution's going to fucking play that role out. Mm-hmm. What you said there is something I've said to another couple of guests, which is whoever has more people kind of win for all of history. So I think right. evolution is what makes um, religions and people in general like dislike gay people. 
is because they're like, oh, we don't want two of our citizens going off and not reproducing. So we have more people the next time we go to war. Right. So like, no, we need all hands on deck. Fucking push out babies, pump them out. So of course they put it in their Bible. Yeah, that's like true. no gay people. And then like now we're in a rational world where it's like, we don't need more people. Yeah. We have yeah. too many people. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, every, yeah. Be gay. Anyone who wants to be gay, do it. It's super cool and awesome, but just so mm-hmm. weird. The two things that I really dislike in the world is people um, pushing climate change and gay to people who are already known on page. Like they're like, climate change is a big deal and gay rights. And I'm like, I know. I'm not. Po- I'm not doing any of this bad right, shit. Why like, are you hey, still peer pressuring me? This is what like, you telling me? Yeah. And then they never put solutions forward. Like I'm super happy they're making progress, but I'm mm-hmm. like. Stop ear beating people who are already on board. I just want to know what type of, in the sense of what type of progress. You know, you always hear these these things they throw out. Oh yeah, our grandkids aren't gonna have polar bears, and you know all types of you know just things. Yeah. But where's the actual? To me, I just haven't maybe done enough research in that in that area yeah. to see the actual you know time frame of. Uh, well, I did see something not too long ago that was like. Uh, no, nah, I ain't even going to get into it, to be honest. No, it's, it's I, I'm not even going to be able to articulate it yeah. in a way to where I even want to mention it. Because no. so. here's my stance on climate change. It's a real issue. They mm-hmm. address the real issue, one planet, and it's going bad the way we're treating it. Definitely. But not the right solution because they never give right. you a solution. What's the solution? Carbon tax? We don't hold other countries accountable. China yeah, has a true. million Muslims in concentration camps. So we're not doing anything about it. Right. I'm like, okay, so we don't hold it. So what the what, what, what do we do? Do you see humans as, uh, as like a virus? No, not at all. Not at all. If no humans were here... If there's no mm-hmm. conscious beings existing in this world, would it exist? It's like the tree falling in the woods thing. Yeah, true. I mean, you don't have any proof that I other mean, animals are conscious. Which is why other club, planets. Which is why club other seals. planets, though. I you know, believe. we don't need we don't need consciousness. Yeah, I don't well, club seals. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't. You believe there's aliens and other existences? Man, so this is what I'll say about that. Listening to a Stephen Hawking's TED talk, he put Nerd. it in a way. <laughs> he put it in a way that I really liked, which was. He's not too sure if there's other life forms out there, but what he what he does know is that if there was, then they probably self-destructed just like how we are. Yeah. They, you know, killed themselves off before they were able to make that the fir- transition the into, Fermi paradox. into track. Yeah. You're talking about travel. the Fermi paradox where it's like either they can't make it over that or like like if we find life out there right. it's a, like the fact that we haven't shows that like they either hit a point where they die mm-hmm. which will hit or that like we somehow made it past that point right yeah i've heard it dude here's i don't think we've made it past that point no i mean i mean we, we've no. gone far we're radically we, we might kill we might kill ourselves but dude i don't believe in necessarily aliens and all that stuff i've said it on the show and it's so woo woo but i don't think it's more woo woo than any other religion or the big bang yeah. but i'm like i'm not so certain that we're not in more or less a simulation like that space isn't isn't real like have you ever mm-hmm. been to space have you ever touched it it's just something you see like and if you really look up at like the stars at night you're like that's the trippiest thing ever oh yeah and none of it makes sense and i'm like like i'll i'll, I'll give like give it the benefit of the doubt that it, it exists but i'm like I don't know if anything else exists out there. I think we're in a lo-fi simulator. Like, I'm sort of thinking. Could, I could possibly see that. Right. Honestly, like, there's sometimes you or there's some things that are so coincidental. Yeah. In a sense that you're like, uh, yeah. Like, I don't Hold know. Up. 
Well, you mm-hmm. watch Rick and Morty? Yep. Do you I remember when they Morty. put Rick in the really high tech one and um <laughs> and uh the dad in the low tech one? Right. I think we're like whenever you see experience the synchronicity, like one day, um it just happened. Kenzie's like, Tiger, how often do you vacuum your room? Um, and I'm like, never, like once every six months. And then um, a roommate asked me like, hey, can you vacuum the house the next day out of nowhere? I'm like, is it just like, right. sh- like is that like a low uh, simulation that we're going in where things keep happening to stack Another up? Another thing that, you know, I'm, I'm open to a bunch of possibilities yeah. is our brains are kind of like radios and yeah. things are just frequencies. And so when someone puts out a thought in that sense, when she asked that, she created like a frequency, yeah. whereas that roommate might have possibly unconsciously captured that and, you know, thought about it and then, you know, made that yeah. comment to you. I believe. So you're, you're a radio and a, a receiver and a producer. Here you are with your yeah. military working on receiver things. You're just oh, built man. working on radios and satellites just thinking, man, this is like my brain. This is like here, my man. body, bro. This is like yeah. my body. <laughs> um, no, I, I can see that, man. So I don't, I don't know because there's two general ways of thinking. One is that your your brain produces consciousness, and that the right. other is that it's a receiver of the universal consciousness or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I think if you believe the first one that you're like, nope, my brain's making this, and then once I die, it all goes away. Both. That's a really scary way I of believing. Both of it. Yeah, I believe in both of it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the oh, thing. Oh yeah, that is a- <laughs> right. Like because then you're like, oh shit, now I need to hold on to this body. But if you believe like, no, I'm whatever the universal everything, all energy, like you kind of believe. Right. It's a lot easier because like, oh, I die, I'm still around. You know? And that's why I like it because I, I think to people, you know, my overall thing, I just want to be happy. No yeah. matter where I'm at in life, no matter where I'm rich or poor, you know, happiness is kind of what I grade myself on. And when I reflect, I'll be like, oh, how happy I am or how happy am I? How happy and it's are like, you? Right now, I'm, I'm pretty happy. That's the Kratom kicking in. Yeah, it might <laughs> be. This thing doing wonders. No. No. Mix, mix more water into it. It's getting all gritty. Yeah, at the bottom. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm like, shake it up while you're drinking it, but it's whatever. Um. Yeah, man, I don't know, because there's this weird thing where it's like happiness, like chasing happiness produces suffering and stuff, and I've kind of came mm-hmm. to, tr- to truth with it. Like, desire is suffering. Whatever you want in life, like, if you're not happy unless you get it, like, will you ever get it? I've just, I don't know, man, I don't know. So I've started thinking this <laughs> in this really weird way of like, okay, I'm, and I'm just going to be super happy with the present. I have some goals, right. but I'm not, I don't need to get there. Freedom from outcome. Yeah. That's what that Ooh, is. Like Freedom that. from outcome. Yeah. So you, you could be working towards something, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean you have to be fully invested on whether you get there at yeah. that end goal. That's not what you should strive your happiness. But like overall, you know, that cheesy thing they say, it's not the means to the ends, but it's the journey yeah. that, that you took to get there. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely believe in that because... Like I said, this entrepreneurial, yeah. you know, journey that I've been on, it hasn't been like, oh, I'm going to do this and do that. It's been, oh, I want to do this. Then when I start, I realize, you know, maybe I don't want to do this. Maybe I actually don't like this as much as I did. Mm-hmm. And that makes me happy yeah. to know, to hey, know at it. least I tried. And now I know for sure that mm-hmm. I don't actually like this. I don't, I'm not as passionate about this as I thought I was. Yeah. And it's just self-awareness. Mm-hmm. That's where I think uh, a lot of happiness comes from is self-awareness. <laughs> With your entrepreneurial stuff, man, you should go, you should start coming. You can use this as an office space. Yeah, this is yeah. dope. Like now that, like, I was wondering, I was like, damn, like, Fucking how much Tyler fucking Tiger word auto real life autocorrect man this shit um, how much does here? he pay to rent this shit out and then when you're like it's free, free they help yeah. people like with startups and yeah. shit I'm like bro that's that's crazy and this is gonna sound really weird but it mm-hmm. seems like like I'm I, I'm even curious if you think this is a real thing but like I think if you applied. 
I think in a super uh, affirmative action kind of way, they'd be like, oh, a colored person applies. Let's give it to them. Do and you, I'm do fine you think, with that. Right? Do you think that I'm happens like, in life? Do you oh, think- man. <laughs> I, I think it happens in life. It does happen in that sense. And then it's also the, the, the other opposite, way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it, How often? just so much. I mean, do, you, like, do people actually be like, oh, he's not my skin color. I'm not going to give him this job. Or do you think it happens more the other way? Like, oh my gosh, someone of color is applying. I need to give it to them, so I'm not Man, racist. Man, I've, I've had few jobs in the sense of from military to now. I, you know, was in the military, got out, worked at Target, UPS, and this auto body shop before I worked at this IT company that I work at now. But that's about it. Yeah. So I don't really have too much experience in that hiring process. But every time when I was speaking with, you know, the the manager that was doing the responsible for hiring yeah. all the people that i interviewed with like they were cool yeah and, i mean i know there's racists it's just out on there, the internet just on it, the internet oh man you never meet oh, them and the internet oh yeah internet's bad okay because so i didn't believe racists existed at all because everywhere i'd always see like people are pretty genuinely nice and then right. i stro- st- uh, came across one message board where i'm like holy shit there are some the internet bad, man that's why the there. internet is fucked up in that in that sense not even just with racism yeah but there's always people out there that just want to fucking put negativity into some someone else's life just because they're hurting or they're in pain and they want to fucking you know spread that shit yeah it's brutal man and that's where fucking a lot of people you know bullied online that's where another thing that i'm like are you fucking kidding me yeah you get bullied online turn off your fucking computer that's walk what tyler, away from it tyler creator tweeted that out oh my god bro like it's yeah. just ridiculous like hearing about it like yeah. online bullying how's that even a thing like in real life you know proximity you have to be near some people who may be bullying you yeah. in real life that's in class but online you have the ability to fucking remove yourself from that mm-hmm. so I've, that's i just find that crazy i that vividly remember in middle school shake it up shake it up and shug it i mean i was yeah. in middle school dude and i'm pretty sure there's a facebook group called like i hate tiger and there's people what? and i'm like what the fuck and i'm like i really don't care i'm like yeah. that's the weird thing i think not caring makes people think you're rude like if you don't care about the oh, every man. single person you meet which i'm like i don't i don't care about a lot of people i mean I fuck them I know what you um, mean. But not in a weird way, as in, like, you just don't have the time and mental aptitude to just be like, I care deeply about everyone. I have, I felt like my my mental capacity on things that I could think about during a day, for me, you know, is is limited. And sometimes I really can't give my mental energy to, to someone random. Yeah. And, and, you know, but then there's other times where, you know, another day where I don't have so much going on or something to where I could, you know, talk to someone at yeah. the grocery store for That's 10 minutes about fucking lettuce or yeah. some, some random crazy shit. Whereas another day, someone may be trying to talk to me about, like, business or something i'm like hey like i can't right now like yeah. some other time we could get to together connect or energy and just how man. much uh free free hard drive in your brain that you have to talk to people is the right. weirdest fucking thing like some days the same conversation in two different days one would annoy the shit out of me and the other one i'm like oh i'm so interested i could talk about this for hours oh i know exactly yeah exactly what you mean luckily i love conversations like this i mean we've been talking for an hour dude and i mean oh, i haven't damn. seen you in what seven years it's been a while it's been a yeah, minute it's definitely been my, I mean because let me see when we were in Brandy's math class Dude, I was a senior were Brandy. you a sophomore yeah I you was, were a sophomore was I one or two years how old are you 25 25 yeah I'm two years younger three years I'm 22 but I'm about to turn 
No, I'm, I'm 22. Okay. <laughs> I'm straight up 22. Are you, yeah, did you just up. turn 25? Yep, January 3rd. Oh, okay, so I'm probably two years younger than you. Yeah. Okay, that Dude, makes sense. Dude, Brandy's math class, who was I partnered with? I was partnered with um, the, uh, Camille? K- Kanani. Kanani. Kanani, right. Of, he for some was, <laughs> Camille. He was so funny, dude. He was a funny uh-huh. guy. Yeah, but Kanani yeah. Was, was crazy. Yeah, dude. I wonder how he's doing. There's some times where I look back and, like, I think about, you know, situations in high school, and I'm like, I wonder how that person's doing. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on with them? No clue. That's like, what there's so, so many people that I'm just yeah. like I have no clue where they're at if mm-hmm. they're alive. You know, and how a lot they're of them doing. I don't care. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. A lot of people, you know, you don't care about. That's the beautiful but. part of the show is I get to fucking ask people. Like that a lot of people sick. from high school, I'm like they're doing cool shit now, like making music or I oh, mean, yeah. you know. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna reach out to them, have them on the show, and then all the friends who are wondering about you can always listen to your episode and be like, oh shit, uh, he's right. doing well See for what himself. They're up to. He divorced the bombshell and you got a new girlfriend in your life. Yeah, yeah, I do got a new girl. We started dating. About four months ago, I'm bad with math, maybe five. Yeah. I Here, don't even know. Here's the thing. So I got in actually a big fight, not fight, but like with the person who might come on my show after you leave, mm-hmm. um, Alan Strickland, Stricky Icky, we were playing Call of Duty together and Kenzie was right there. And it, we got on the topic of if you're in a relationship, right? what's too possessive? Like, would you mm. be okay with your girlfriend going uh, on a hike with another guy? That's it's situational. <laughs> yeah, depends. Like you know, because my girl right now she has some friends that are like you know the nerdiest of the possible. You know, just the nerdiest possible that would never really try and make a move yeah. or anything like that. Where then she possibly also has friends you know who would be on the the other side of it who would try and do some stuff. So it's really about what in my sense knowing who it is. Yeah. You know, you, knowing the situation. I can't say. A hundred percent of the time, yes yeah. or no. If I wasn't married, or if I wasn't with Kenzie, and mm-hmm. your girlfriend was like, "I'm gonna go on a hike with Tiger," would you not be mad? You'd be okay with it? If I don't know him, or yeah. you know, I do know him. Haven't if we're not friends, yeah. you know what I mean, and we don't all interact together. Yeah, and it's just some random person. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be like, nah. Yeah, because well, like, also you'd be like. Bitch, go on a hike with me. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I'd just be like, why? Like, yeah. Where'd this come from? Yeah. And then, it, then, but yeah, so that's where it does get sticky because yep, then you're like, oh, sticky. when did you guys start talking? Yeah. And all this stuff. And then but you feel like a jealous for asshole. For the most part, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. So, so here's Knowing the thing. your partner, that's what I'd say. The person Knowing that, your partner is yes. also very important 100%. in that sense. But you can, you, can, you can be so trustworthy then, but I still don't want some guy hitting on my girlfriend while I'm not there. That's like, what I I've yeah. always thought that same way. Yeah, because there's girls nothing be you could do. There's nothing. There's you can nothing. Do. There's gonna be so many dudes hitting on your girl, especially if she's you know yeah, bad Kenzie's and fine she's fine. As well. Then yeah. oh yeah, there's always gonna be some dudes hitting on her. Yeah. And that's why I say you gotta respect her in the sense of you know she's chose to be your girl. Yeah, and but that she's gonna you know be behave not even behave but you know. Acts right. Turn down advances. Yeah. But so here's the thing. The person I was talking to was like, no, I don't want like a control. Like anytime you, you like if your girlfriend goes and hangs out with a guy and posts a picture of them on social media, if I hang out with a girl, like I go to a bar with a friend who's a girl and I right. post a picture, like that's just insecurity coming out if you're not okay with it. I'm like, no, I am the hardcore belief that men and women can't really just be platonic friends unless there's a mental Very disability tough. or really ugly or really fat or something <laughs> or or if the man's gay like i'm like you got to be gay to genuinely believe that right. and here's the thing if you go ask a hundred women you're like do you think guys and girls could be friends they'd be like yeah totally they could be friends and then you'd be like oh, so you have a guy friend and they'd be like yeah and you're like do you think if you went up to him and said hey do you want to fuck no strings attached 
um, and no questions asked. They'd be like, whoa, whoa, wait, we're yeah. just friends. Yeah, no, well, no. Do you think the guy wouldn't turn, wouldn't take that? that oh thing? yeah, yeah. yeah the, that's every guy, he's definitely, yeah, every guy would be like, yes, I would absolutely one hundred percent take the opportunity. I, and that's where I want to say every guy. Oh, exactly. Unless there's a where crazy the, situation. You know, when you have good friends, <laughs> yeah. and you know they'd they decline that. You know, yeah. they'd be like, no. but that's those. That's knowing your friends. Yeah. If you didn't, if you weren't with your girlfriend and a girl who's just you're really good friends with, approaching and said, hey, do you want to fuck? No questions asked. Right. And no strings attached. You'd be like. What guy would be like? No, I'm no, I'm. We're friends. I don't want to risk our friendship. Oh yeah, because then you go ask guys. One of those types that you you listed off. Yeah, (laughs) but but then I'm not like I'm not being like all guys are dogs. But I'm saying like they're like you're gonna feel that way. You don't have to act on it. You can just be friends. But there's always gonna be that underlying. Like I mean, what's what's the end goal of all movies? Is a successful reproductive like okay they're gonna right. fuck like they, they got together. Oh yeah, it's never like this the super line, like oh the, they're friends. Right, yeah, just ended like oh yeah. we just ended up being friends. And yeah, we're like what? So, I mean that would be an interesting movie. You yeah, know, you, oh my you, God. they build it up it thinking they're gonna get together yeah. and then all of a sudden fuck oh, it. We're just friends. And here's <laughs> the here's the other. I almost want to because I I'm gonna do a stand up comedy um like an hour oh, I'm gonna yeah. record it. Yeah, one of the things I'm gonna put in there is the thing about like being a really attractive girl asking guy friends that is every guy would say yes. Mm-hmm. But if you were like a really rich, successful or even famous guy and you asked a girl that girls occasionally have this thing where they'd be like, Oh, I turned down Leonardo DiCaprio. Like they, they could brag about that to their friends. Right. But no guy would ever brag about like <laughs> Margot Robbie asked if I wanted to fuck and I turned her down. Yeah, I turned her down. <laughs> You'd be like, no, you're, Man. you're the dumbest asshole I mean, ever. You, yeah. You retarded. But. but, but like if a girl told her friends like, yeah, Brad Pitt hit on me and you know, I turned him down. Like that is something some women would would do you know oh, i believe it but it's something well, no men would ever do i think i think a man would do it you think i think I, I, you would I, turn down margot robbie if you were single you turn down margot robbie just be like brag about your brag about it man, probably not no i mean in that situation <laughs> but if i did have a girl you know we were serious you know we mm-hmm. loved each other you know and then she asked it'd be very tough i mean i mean to say no uh, yeah because you have the emotional connection there right yeah. I mean, that's why it's really all situational. But if a lot so of guys... Things, it just needs context, situation. Yeah, needs context. But if a guy mm-hmm. asked his friend who was a girl, hey, do you want to fuck no strings attached? I think a lot of the time the girl would say no. Oh, yeah. And that's the whole thing with open relationships, dude, where I can never do one and I don't really understand them is, okay, so say two people, like, yeah, let's have an open relationship. The girl goes out to the bar and she's like telling guys like, hey, I already have a boyfriend. So you have no financial or any way of like you have to keep up with me. You can just right. fuck me and leave. Guys will be like, this is the dream opportunity. And then guys go to a bar and like, hey, do you want to fuck? And there's no opportunity we can uh, date because I already have a partner I'm financially hooked with. The girls are going to be like, no. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck is this, yeah, is this it's trade-off? Definitely, and that's, that's, it's always going to be a difference between male and female. Yeah, there it's is. Just there just is. The way it is. Yeah. That's a lot of things. Some people just really can't. Mm understand that there's just some things that that's just the way it is just could you ever have an open relationship i just Uh, know myself i couldn't no i don't think so there's too much you just be like at home watching netflix you're like oh they're out there doing that you're like i don't know how people do it i don't i want to do it's just something i'm not interested in to be honest they're like some people you know they might find that they get a thrill from that or like yeah yeah. i'm not king shaming anyone oh no i'm just personally i don't know how they do it it seems like the most like, you know that pit in the stomach feeling you'd get? Yeah. But I, I've met people, uh, quite a bit of people, who do that, and th- a lot of them are very happy. And, you know, and that's, yeah, exactly. I want to have them on the show. If you're a cuckold or an open relationship person, come Let's on the talk. show. Let's yeah. Talk come on the show. It. I want to, I want to, I'm not even against it. I'm just curious. I'm like, I, I know for a fact I couldn't be happy that way. I'd be like, right. 
depressed as fuck. I'd be like, shit, ass, I mean, man. but that's the same with, like, could someone play basketball for their whole life and be happy? Whereas someone would be like, bro, I can't be, I can't play basketball and be happy. Yeah, like, I, I get no interest from it. It's just everyone has their own interests, you know, things that they find interesting. Self-awareness, that's the biggest thing that that's I fucking, that I, that I look for and that I try and have with myself is just exploring myself knowing what I like yeah. there's some things I might say I like and then I try them and I'm like alright nope I actually fucking hate this shit and vice versa yeah that's the, the interesting thing because like everyone has fantasies and then if you ever like live one out like you have like a kink like oh I want to try this right and then you try it most of the time, I'm like, you know what? I really don't even like that. This is nasty. Yeah, this is, like, <laughs> this this is, is something I don't want, which is interesting. Like, I've I've been lucky enough to have lived out all the kinks or whatever fantasies that I'm like, ooh, that might be hot. And then I'm right. like, 99% of the time, like, vanilla sex is good. Like, just, like, hanging out, <laughs> you know, just, like, that's the best. That's the peak of just, like, intimacy, you know? Right. Because you almost get to this place where you're, like, overthinking. You're one step removed from reality and the actions, and you're mm-hmm. in your own head, so you're not really, like, just living it and experiencing it. I know. I know what you mean. I don't know, man. That's 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 the big and that's the best part. And when you are present to the moment, everything yeah. really does feel so much better. But it's very tough. That's why I do meditate as often as you know I can or think about. But yeah, because it really does just make a lot of experiences better. Even like shit. Like sometimes I've been through back Shitting. in the military, we'd be doing some fucking retarded yeah. shit, yeah. like training and climbing through the fucking woods and fucking low crawling on the ground through mud and just all types of stupid shit and then just realizing like oh this is just an experience when i'm done with it i'm done with it Mm -hmm. but i just got to do it right now that's the cool shit man that's the best mindset you can possibly have is being like you know this isn't gonna last forever it's an experience i got to experience something right and then i'm gonna die someday so it's cool and that with everything learning stubbing your toe i always say like like you can if anytime you get injured and you're like well this isn't gonna last forever like, that's the biggest rationale. Like, I'm not permanently right. maimed. It's just a temporary feeling. It helps getting over it so much better for me. Oh, yeah. I just hate getting hurt. Yeah, I've been hurt, like, <laughs> like many times. What? what like, uh, oh, just car like, crash, I imagine. Yeah, the car crash. I mean, the last thing that, you know, I really got hurt was uh, this fight. It was uh, Gasparilla back in, <coughs> excuse me, back in Tampa. Gasparilla, this fucking crazy like fucking parade party. You got to fucking, you got to go one day. It's like pretty much Tampa's Mardi Gras. And so, yeah, it was crazy. And so I got in a fight with these two dudes and fucking like dislocated my shoulder. And bro, my shoulder's never been the same since. And sometimes I'll tweak it and I just fucking hate getting hurt. So now I try and avoid, you know. Fights? Not really fights. Like (laughs) You get in a fight? Yeah, I mean, the last one I got was probably like, Six, seven months ago. Because you lost? Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't lose. Not that, you know. I, I got a lick. I yeah. got fucking... Actually, he hit me in my mouth, and my lower tooth went through my lip. And really? And it was fucking sore. Fuck. And, yeah, it was pretty shitty for a while. But, yeah, I got some in, too. But that's just, like... I'm trying to mature. Mm. And, I, and I'm really starting to see how fucking shit like that is just really unnecessary. Like I said, bro, my fucking lip was hurting for a while. No, no. Like, it, it doesn't pers- per- get you further to being happy like you want healthy and mm-hmm. wealthy in any way. In any way. But sometimes your Longevity, ego and your pride, yeah. The, the long term, like, from listening mm. to Gary Vee, yeah. what I really like about him, too, is he pushes patience mm, and having yeah. patience. And... You know, being young and like an entrepreneur, like I said, I really do want that success. And Mm -hmm. that's why I've looked for things, you know, to fucking get that instant quick dollar. And that's why I've realized shit doesn't come 
no. quick like that. Well, it's really not that easy. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I learned recently is that impatience with action, but patience with the results. Like when as soon as you have inspiration, like oh, yeah. I'm going to go put up 30 items on dropshipping, even though you fucking hate doing it. Right. You just got to do it right then because inspiration is perishable. People say oh, like, yeah. like it goes away. Fucking. So that's why right after work, I'll go to the gym. Nice. I'll fucking, I'll run to my house, throw mm-hmm. on some clothes and go straight to the gym. Because I know for a fact, if I sit down for a fucking... 30 minutes, yeah, watch a TV done. show or anything like that. I'm not going to want to get back up. Yeah. And it's funny that I saw you at the gym like twice now. I saw you just the other time. You right, right. Going, but I'm like, I'm going to talk to him on the show. Like, it's weird to talk to other dudes when you're working out. Like, <laughs> it's something I don't do, especially people have headphones in. I'm like, I'm not going to go over and interrupt like their flow of right. working out and their music. I'm like, no, it's something I don't I do. I mean, you'd be surprised. There's some people that just want to talk. Like the other day, this uh, this big dude, he was in there. He's like 350, kind of bigger, not, not necessarily That's just big. muscle, but yeah. like... Uh, uh, He's you a know, fat ass. got some fat on him, but you know, we were just talking. I was like, "Hey, bro, like you do, you do a lot of powerlifting," and then just open the conversation up. We just started talking, nice. but yeah, like you said, then it's we're like we we're talking too much, and I was like, "All right, bro, yeah. like I gotta get to my next like, set." Yeah. Like, but it's it's fun. It's yeah. definitely fun meeting people. I dig it, man. We're now in ten minutes. In. I need to pee like crazy. Bro, I was just thinking the yeah. same thing. All right, th- thanks for coming on the show, man. I'd love to have you back on in yeah, a couple man. months or a while. I appreciate it. it. Thanks for having me. All right, lots of love.